Hey guys, before the start of today's episode, we've got two quick requests. Can we please ask that you subscribe and share the podcast to get the word out? We'd really, really appreciate it. So whether you're on Spotify, Podbean or Apple, just get the word out there and give us some feedback. Episode 6. Welcome back everyone. In the interest of complete disclosure, we had a minor audio or audio malfunction yeah. towards the start yeah. so, of this. So this is uh, the second iteration of episode six. Yes, it is. Yeah. It is. Um, we we'll had video sound. coverage of yeah. episode five. <laughs> yes, we did. Or six, or six eight, mm-hmm. as we would like to call it. Six one point uh, nine. That's the variant cover. So yeah. we'll sell that <laughs> on Patreon. And because of how shady it is, we're going to say it's a sketch cover yep. too. Yep. Yeah. All right. So intros. Look, intros. Yep. Let's do this. Start to my left. Mike Spoffman. I am back. Yep. yep. I'm not going to yep. say that it's unfortunate this time because oh, I've drank you just enough. Did. Yeah. No, 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 no. I've drank enough that I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Oh, oh, you know, hey. I'm glad that I'm joined that by co-hosts. So I do feel moment. warm and fuzzy. My mm. my cheeks are blushing, and that is um, that is the I'm ready and uh, aurora borealis of Mike Speakman <laughs> comes is. across once a year. Yep. It happens 15 minutes. And it's over. <laughs> so thanks thanks for being happy to be here. Yep. Don't talk about my sex life like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not 15 minutes. <laughs> Okay. That's right. clean up. Ben, um, I'm back. Hello, yeah. everyone. I'm back. Hi, Ben. That's good. Yeah, that's good. good. And, Hi, ben. and a special special guest from that back. Come on. <laughs> Such yeah. a you got to be really careful here. You say yeah. special Hi. guest. Hi there. My Direct from Bacchus Marsh. Direct yes. from Bacchus Marsh. I'm Jeff. How do you do? Yep. How you go, Jeff? Live from NBC Studios. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Is there a marsh in Bacchus Marsh? That's what I want to know. Look, I haven't figured that part out yet. Oh, I'm no. still dealing with the fact that. Do you like, have a generator to just? No, I'm just backtracking three minutes back to back to back of Do you have a generator that you can kickstart to listen to the podcast on the 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 the, the wireless? wireless. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Snap>. <laughs> on the wireless. Oh, yeah. oh. while you're milking yeah. the cows. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Look, the only reason that I'm allowed to like listen to the podcast at all in Bacchus Marsh is that occasionally like ponies run past our house and you know yeah, operate the generator. You're unofficially the Amish community. Yeah, I hear strawberry picking is very popular up them ways. In, a, in and cheese. cherries. <laughs> Right. Don't underestimate the cherry community. <laughs> in answer to your question, there is a marsh in Bacchus Marsh. That's what they call the local bingo hall. <laughs> so there's all sort of swamp creatures coming out of that. I'm not going to ask how you know that. Yeah. But welcome, Jeff. Hi there. Jeff. Welcome, What's your Jeff. credentials? What, what makes you qualify for a comic podcast? Come on, give us two bullet points. I hope it's two. more than mine. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> Bullet points. Uh, I was born in the 1970s and have been reading comic books for a very long time. Since the 1970s. Mm. Yeah, yeah, since the good. 1970s. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Makes you third, second oldest yet. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I was and just fishing. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> and the second point is is that you and I have had beers before. Yeah. 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 Sweet. Well, That's the main thing. Beers, left on, so same, same. Yeah, Sweet. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, what are we? Age and alcohol. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's my, it. Uh, qualifications. <laughs> Quite well, served by Ben. Beers yeah. <laughs> and lap dances. That's it. <laughs> Most we'll, served by we'll, Ben. We'll, we'll. It's a slow lap dance when you're 48. 
<laughs> dig into the life of Jeff a little. Yeah, yeah. Right? We need updates. Yeah, yeah. What's been yeah. going on? Because yeah. it's been what a monthish? Yeah, yeah. Twenty nine days. That's yeah. point Mike pointed out. It's not a month. It's twenty nine. Well, days. Look, well, depending on whether you're a leap year and what month it is. I understand that when you get to your guy's yeah. age, that every day counts. Time flies. So, it does. Yeah. I mean, like, I can't every wait to attend. Like every boner when you get it, you're excited. I can't yeah. wait yes. to attend the funerals of you guys and just like. And you won't have to. Yeah. Yes. And I won't. I'll say that I will. Oh, RSVP. Yes, and I'm not going. Yeah. If you're planning on being a blade, sign the guest book, please. I'm just hoping that you're doing a Facebook Live for it because I'm not leaving the bed for any of it. I'm sure if you're uh, planning on being a pallbearer, we can organise those shoes that plasterers wear to do the ceiling. I was hoping that you could just just to get you on the same level, so we're not on a cant or anything like that. I mean, you guys are going to be dead anyway, so it's not going to matter. We we do have a. Special addition to this podcast that um, we should mention, and we probably echo it in the failed podcast, is the Queen Button Presser herself that's judging me as yeah. we speak. Still not as uh, old as you guys. Yep. She, she's covered in earphones and, and uh, judging yeah. us as we speak. So if this sounds shit, Larry Boxall, just yep. contact her. Larry I just Boxall. want to know though, right there, did you just do the Richard Nixon like double peace <laughs> sign? Yeah. You are a crook. Yeah, like yeah, I can yeah, tell you did. right now. Yeah. So we are joined by, uh, I don't know, is it... Our is producer. It, yeah. What are we going to call her? The boom, boom lady, sound lady, sound boy. Uh, the dolly. Slash producer, slash editor, slash sound checker, yeah. slash back checker as well. Slash yeah. quietly judgmental. Yeah. Slash, so. yeah, really yeah. stern, condescending yeah. mother mm. type. Yeah. So Lionel Marshall. Handle <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly. You'll be our usher, right? You'll be like, you'll, mm. just when, when we make it big, just, you know, fluff the crowd. Yeah, the crowd. Yeah, the crowd. Nothing so much as the, as the animal handlers on television programs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. look, you have an animal handler next to you right now. Don't yeah. spill. Don't speak ill of the animal handlers. I'll have you know. Um, yeah. And then, as yeah. always, we're drinking beer. I think we've gone through a range. Uh, we've got. Can we the, please the, the, the props that one? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Two Birds Brewery, just off the Westgate Bridge. Summer Ale, Passion Victim. That's been amazing. James Squires. One fifty lashes was good to rehydrate. Kaiju is uh, always a good Kaiju's one. Kaiju is always the That's winner. It's the staple, That's isn't it? Stock yeah, yeah. That's like my uh, Whitbix. Yeah. <laughs> See my Whitbix <laughs> slash Colgate. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> See, that's what's like weird because you you get me into the a lot of the beers that I drink and stuff like that. Your Whitbix is the Kaiju Crush. Mine at the moment's the Colonial. I thought it's Whitbix. And Bolton. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't oh, do the, that. The Colonial's great, man. The Colonial. Yeah, but they, they're cracking the top 10 of In saying too, that, so. we do have to props Jeff yes. for bringing the yes. new towners. They, yeah, the, the out of town are new towners. Yeah, well, yeah. I so am, young Henry. I am young and have been for some time a, a big fan of the Young Henry's Brewery. Yeah. Up in Sydney. But they're, um, uh, they're what, 40 years old, 30 years old? Mm. Oh my god, no. No, 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 no. no, no. They're new. Young Henry's is new. very recent. Um, Hence was... the name, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not old Andrews. <laughs> Squad girls. <laughs> I mean, funny. The prosecution rests. Um, look, Young Henry's probably uh, set up business sometime in the last 10 years. Mm. Oh, um, yeah. They knew you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was, I, I actually went to their, their, their kind of opening night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, really? Little, yeah, yeah. Mm. Little little uh, pub uh, in the rocks in Sydney. It's probably mm. like half a dozen, you know, mates. Uh, it was just like 
Uh, my, my, my wife's one of my wife's friends is, is one of the people who's heavily involved in the brewery. Uh, they, they make a nice beer. And the oh, new town, uh, if you see it around the place, it's, it's, it's really good. And, yeah. this, and this is how we can sort of bring beer into comics and stuff. Funny you mention it. Because we're actually, alcoholics and we read comics. Yeah, we do. <laughs> That's right. Um, Young Henry's came down for a Noz Comic Con. And they were actually set up next to Gestalt. And they did a beer for Oz Comic Con. What was Stop funny about... That too, no, yeah. they did, but... Okay. Uh, th- there was another one uh, thunder, where but, okay. it, it had the bottle. I can't. Re- Sorry, Young Henrys. I can't remember the name of the. Because uh, they're going to be listening. The the <laughs> the name of the beer, but Douglas Holgate did the artwork on the bottle. Oh, okay. What was funny was they had this keg built and customized into an esky. At the start, they were doing samples. Just mm. little bits in like plastic At Comic Con? Yeah, at Comic Con. That's cool. As I was hanging out with a lot of the Gestalt people like Katie Hollywood and Mark Noble and stuff, as the day went on, the, the samples that they were giving us were quite large and quite <laughs> large. Did you be quite, saying this? I don't know. <laughs> but I can honestly say that Did you I, have to wear a wristband to get one of these or some shit? No, 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 no. <laughs> The more kids, the more beer you get. So what else has been going on? Um Oh the Kings. Fucking Flip Kings? Flip Kings. Flip Kings is going well. Uh, oh, man, you had I've, your first success. I, I've had a stellar week at Flip Kings because I, I bought <laughs> stellar them. week. Is that overreaching? <laughs> well, <or are> you <laughs> just... <laughs> no. Well, it's, he it's, wasn't driving. It's a when move in the right direction. Let's put it that way. Let's put it that way. So uh, no, no, no. Because I, I don't know if I'd mentioned it last thing, but I picked up this this um, this twelve inch. Um, <laughs> stop it! <laughs> <laughs> a twelve inch Thunderbirds doll. Uh, I got it under budget. It's an action bucks. figure. Action figure, yeah. Yes. You... <laughs> I was going to say, same, same, but different. <laughs> <laughs> He's dressed yeah. by action, yeah. not love. Yes. If anything's <laughs> 12 <laughs> inches, yeah. it's still Argo. <laughs> All right, keep it on okay, the gutter, people. Going, Come on. Going, yeah. Going, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, a uh, little, little stressy about getting rid of it, but did at 50 bucks. But so it was in the box. It's in the box. It's in the 1999. Only a small amount of So, you know. Happy new owner. Yeah. Um, yeah, but choosing the subject matter, it's it's a difficult one, isn't it? You know, like... Do you ever think it, though? I do. Absolutely, yeah. man. I freaking, you know... Um, I've got uh, my analytics website at, um, at work, <laughs> which, which, which diagnoses how I spend my time. And apparently, at the moment, I've got... 87% time to focus. Right? <laughs> what a more confusing about. I think that's really some sort of workplace fucking euphemism for yeah, you're yeah. not doing enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, just, uh, I don't know where to go from now because now I've got 50 bucks fitty in my pocket. Yeah. Um, but, you and know, the world's your oyster. It is, it is. <laughs> it should be more fun shopping fitty, but a lot more pressure as well. But yep. if you you know that's that's one 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 fifty percent return on the, the first twenty yeah, yeah so we talked about that you know and and it's a kind of scale right hmm? you, you might not be able to sustain the one fifty percent return but you always need oh, to wait, go listen up, to right? your negativity yeah no, no. No, I right? mean like <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna do that every single time round <laughs> not everybody <laughs> can have my success <laughs> yeah. I mean yeah. here's yeah. a guy that just had twelve inches in the box yeah, that's <laughs> like, <it. laughs> yeah. snap. That's, um, cool. that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's that. That's pretty much it. So, yeah. well, look, it's the first step. Yeah. So, oh, for sure, man. Yeah. Mike, not yet. You still want to buy succulents and salad when they grow up for more money? Yeah, or? brother Dave's actually buying all my yuckers that I'm just <laughs> pulling out of people's it. yards. But no, um, you going you going around Point Cook community and be like mm. free to a good home. You pick yeah. it up and split uh, it. Oh, look, you it. see how many golden yeah. retrievers I have right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we should we should do a quick shout out to brother Dave for. 
for working his audio. audio. Here's to Brother Dave. Yeah, yeah. Brother I mean, yeah. we've got audio tech here, Neville Howard, who's worked for a three-letter PC company before and still didn't know that we were recording through the... I didn't the... do that audio. <laughs> 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 yeah. um, those... to detail of yeah. finger pointing, okay? For all of those yeah. who were complaining of our sound quality, you know, hopefully prior to this... This podcast, apparently all of these nice mics in front of us were merely props because we were using the mic on the on the I didn't notebook. even know we were going to straight up tell people this, but yeah, these mics. I was mics. totally like, I was decorating my mic while you were talking. The funniest yeah. thing was never gone, so this mic is 20% lower and the whole time it was doing it's nothing. It's you're 20% further, 20 yeah, further yeah. away. Yeah. Um, no, mic. but as far as Flip Kings goes, mm. I haven't started yet because mm. I like to live life on the edge mm. but All right. mm. uh look i've found that i've bought too many things for myself that's gone over the 20 dollar limit so yeah. yeah but i will i think that you have inten- as, your intention do you know what it's starting we're in the starting gates I, yeah that's it now, right? i think that to be honest i think that i would struggle to like keep it going over 12 months i think that like the as bad as it sounds for me the excitement wouldn't stay there for 12 months so yeah, if I'm you're doing... a millennial mm. that's it <laughs> yeah I mean like you're gonna, you gonna ask us by November what the fuck is Flip Kings <laughs> I've already forgotten who you, who, who you are like I mean like I, I've heard you use squad goals wrong about half a dozen times before this podcast so porn photos say, say you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> but um no like I, I do want to I have been looking you know that I've been yep, looking yep. I've been like trying to find things and then it goes past that and my struggle last time was I was in the headset that, uh, in the headspace of if it went over $20, I couldn't buy it. It's like, but why couldn't I buy it for myself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I actually missed out on like auctions because yeah. I'm like, oh, it's over $20. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but personally, I don't have spent... to flip it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Ah, so it's hard to disassociate yourself from that whole Mary Kondo Spark yeah. Joy thing. And be completely analytical and ruthless that this I'm, thing's going to make I'm a hoarder. But, but like when it. you do that and you do it often, it mm. becomes easier because you detach from the the need, especially if you already own an item, whether it's yeah, first period or so. something. And you already have one, right? Yeah. And you're like, oh, I can get this one at a good yeah. price and make yeah. a little bit, of, yeah. little bit of money on the side. And, and last time yeah. I heard you that you are in like 47,000 comics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 47,512. <laughs> and I'm reading them from oh. Zed. Well, um, look, the Guado Camino of flipping. How how are you doing at the moment, Neville? Uh, I'm I'm on my third purchase. Yes. Uh, my budget was one sixty eight. <laughs> um, I depleted it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what are you doing? Well? That's what he did. He goes, you he's like my budget is one sixty eight. I, I he's spent one sixty eight. How do you deplete the a budget? Sorry, I don't understand. I I spent the money. Oh, okay. The money, in the okay. kitty. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. So, so I, I didn't I didn't go to the casino. Oh right. I used <laughs> the money for a There's no cocaine yeah. and hookers yeah. involved. Yeah. That's so, actually so how I, we're I, um, I, uh, I procured another item that's okay. making its way here yeah. from uh, South London. Right. And that'll be my third flip. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. had a budget which you spent. Yes. And what happens here is anybody's guess. Correct. Even like, mine. <laughs> he, he did use it to buy this latest slab of Kaiju Crush. So there's $78. Yeah. The right Kaiju there. Crush for the, yeah. for the thirsty man. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to work into this somewhere. Like, you know, these, 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 um, these gates. These... Advertorials. Yeah. Well, like, where are we up to now? It's like, you know, um, a quarter of the way, halfway, you know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah, so, yeah. Because that, otherwise, they're sort of blurred. You got to get momentum going. Yep. Right? Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Sure. And and the this, the tough part, I guess, with that is a lot of people aren't 
if they start it or they have the intention to start or they have their first yeah. book but they haven't sold it so you you got to pace yourself but your your pace might be different to other yeah. people's book or but thing. you got to try and keep it hey book thing. or thing collectible yeah. yes yeah. that's what Thank i wanted you. to know this was a question that i thought i'd uh, ask uh on air just so that you get... yep. if if my so, initial purchase was let's say a book can i sell or flip that for something that's a not book do you have to stay within the same nah. round no, of what sure. you're no, no it's about no. it's about collectible right yeah. so it's about just by upscaling value yeah by item okay checking where you're in Yep. So, so I, I think, think we, we all easy. sort of have a tacit knowledge of what the theme of it is. Oh, you know, like I don't think going out and buying stock halfway through the year. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just wondering if I can or, buy twenty dollars yeah. of Bitcoin. No, well, yeah. 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 As long as you're in the realm of collectibles. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. 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 Right. You can't go and put five bucks on race five at Randwick. No. You know, no. Either. But, yeah. but you know what? Yeah. That's that's the thing. I mean, we qualified up front. Like no raffles. Yeah. No blah blah blah. You yeah. you got a legitimate move yep. from one item to the next yep. based on your understanding of the market yep and J- jeff is is sort of feigned some indifference he's you're sitting on the fence aren't you with the you're, you're an observer but possibly participant dabbling oh yes. absolutely uh, a possible dabbling part. in the purchase <laughs> part i am 100 percent a possible participant <laughs> the chops uh, get me though maybe like, 85 I feel judged yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, look, I've been watching the whole kind of Flip Kings thing with, 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 with keen interest, uh, loving seeing what everybody's buying, loving what they're selling, mm. and it's, it's amazing. It's really interesting to see these kind of, uh, these turnovers. There. I've seen a, a, a whole bunch of things which people have bought and sold yeah. and done a really great job with. I'm terrible at this shit. Uh, first up, hi, I'm terrible at this Terrible shit. because you buy for personal value? Or yeah, terrible I, 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 because I'm terrible buy. because I'm, uh, I, I buy things... Uh, predominantly because I'm interested in them. I don't follow values all that closely or or, or nearly as close as I should and I yeah. don't think I ever have. Um, Note to self. Sell to Jeff. Ladies and gentlemen, if ever there was a sucker, uh, he is on the podcast. So what you should do after four more beers is go through some of my sales boxes. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. We'll we'll ring you up on the door. At the door. That's right. I like on the way out the door. Uh, you know, oh, I know. Got got the credit card machine. I, <laughs> she's on Square Pay <laughs> right now. I like that you're joking about that, even though I saw Jeff going through your stuff and you're already like, oh, 250%. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So it'd be nice to talk a little bit about more of your history. Yeah, you came from the outback. And how how many prisons have you served time in? You lived in every state? Yeah. I have not lived in Tasmania. Oh, yeah. Okay. You're not Sorry. missing much. Sorry, I'm exaggerating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Because if you haven't been to Tasmania, you're missing much. Yeah, yeah. Um, However, the uh, mutton chops do smack of colonial Tasmania somewhat, <laughs> don't they? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Can't wait for Jeff to pound some. He's actually got a little bit of like human flesh still left in those chops. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so tell us, man. How do you get into comics? <laughs> tell us. <laughs> give us the history. <laughs> Hi everybody, my name is Jeff. I am a drunken comic reader. Hi, you humans. Um, yeah, alright. God, I have read comic books all my life. I uh, was originally introduced to all this stuff like as, as a kid in the 1970s. I bought nine, like all the, those kind of Australian reprints. 
uh, Murray Comics, Planet Comics it probably was back then. Uh, yeah. Like black and white reprints uh, uh, originating, originating out of uh, Sydney, like Gordon and Gotch and all that kind of shit. Did they have long runs? Did they have like issue 50 or did they go to 12 or 13 and then do something else? Oh, look, they, they were kind of... I don't know, right. Uh, uh, honestly, I'm, I'm old enough to not remember. My sense of it is that they would do like runs of like 20 or 30 and then they you know, they just change the name or change the title and yeah. keep the numbering yeah. going. Because I've got plenty of those... The reason I ask, I've got plenty of those issues where, like, you go from a 70s comic and yeah. the next issue, Hop Goblin's on the cover. Yeah. And it's like, there's no real continuity about it. No. They, Did you they care were... for that at that age? Or was it just like, oh, it's another thing that's fine? I, I, I didn't really care for it all that much at, at that age. It was just what whatever was available. Yeah. You know, if you could get your hands on, on comic books, brilliant. That was great. News agencies, secondhand bookshops, fights, uh, you know, it was just, it was all grist for the mill. Yeah. And those, those, those kind of Aussie reprints were the, the most easily accessible thing. Yeah. And uh, affordable, so, I guess, though. And, and totally affordable, that was the thing. Yeah. Um, it was, I was, it was probably a few years down the track before I started actually buying American comic books, uh, you know, going to news agencies and, and the like, but they were more expensive. They looked amazing. They looked amazing by comparison with the, the Australian stuff that was on the market. Uh, you know, they were smaller, but the, they, they were glossy. And yeah. The paper was beautiful. It was full color. Yeah. They, they looked fucking spectacular. Yeah. But they were Not so newspaper much... print. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They weren't yeah. printed on toilet paper, but they were so much more expensive. And, you know, instead of getting like 100 pages, you might get like 20 or something. 21, yeah. Um, so it was like but you could go back ne the next week and get another one or the next month and get another one Ho which is yeah hopefully you so if you were lucky if you looked right yeah. um you know one of one of the first um, like proper american comic books I, I i bought was like marvel team up i loved team up yeah i was a small small kid because uh, it was like one of those books that was like Mashing probably done yeah. in one you know here comes Spider-Man with Valkyrie. Yeah. And the story is, you know, you, it, it it's evolves got a and it's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They might kind of like create some kind of tenuous link into what happens next month or whatever, but you can buy it and be, be settled with it. Yeah. Um, but a lot of Marvel comics at that point, it was like continuity dependent. Yeah. You know, uh, you had to have some kind of notion of what came the month before or the or was going to happen the month after, and you wouldn't necessarily just find it in the news agent next month. Um, it would it would be you know you'd have to hunt around, yeah, or have the attention span, which <laughs> when you're a kid it. is a whole other thing. Yeah, and so what was That's the good. revelation for you, like, like from a retail point of view, you know, um, because these like you said you 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 weren't going to where you would go now, like. News agents, uh, talk, you, you, yeah. you go to news agents to buy fishing magazines and get your tax auto <laughs> ticket these days. But, uh, you know, the early days of, um, of I, I guess, the retail niche for, for comic books. and Yeah, I, well, you're, talk, you're talking about, like, the, the, the advent of the, the speciality store and stuff. Absolutely, yeah. 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 Which was a, a total fucking revelation. Um uh, I, the first time I, I would have gone into one of a place like that you, uh, would have been Minotaur Books in here in Melbourne. For those of you who are Melbourne based, I guess 1985, 1986, thereabouts. Yeah. And I'd never seen anything like that. 
Yeah. You know, you go into a news agency and all you you, know, you, you look at all the comic books and they're beautiful and, and stuff, but they've got price stickers on them yeah. and, and they pencil marks. Curated for a collector. <laughs> really? No. no. Uh, but, I, but 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 you don't. But as a kid, you don't know that. It's just what's in yeah. front of you. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. It's beautiful. You yeah. know. There's and there was pretty pictures. Pretty pictures. Covers everywhere. Characters what what am I going to pick up? Yeah. You yeah. sit there, kind of going, which one of these Marvel comic books? has the most characters that I know on the cover. Hmm. And you make a selection based on that. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow, this Fantastic Four issue has six guest stars. I'll buy it. Um, but to go into a comic book speciality shop, hmm. and it's all there, and it's clean, and it's piled high, and they have literally everything, yeah. was like the most that, and, and exciting that, thing I've ever seen. Absolutely. And look, for a lot of Melburnians, I think that that... that place was so iconic because it was it was um you know the the epicenter the nexus for so many different things whether you were you were into role-playing games like D D or yeah. you're science fiction comic. yeah science fiction Trekkie. everything you go there um yeah i remember the the i think he's like a seven foot tall minotaur <laughs> guy with the his, his jeans on you know he's still kicking around like yes. and like for me back in those days, I was I was I was a um, down to video car arcades all the time. So it was like um, ten four and flashback and um, you know uh, which became time zone in in oh, later really? days. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Didn't know that. yeah, yeah. Flashback. It was um, yeah downstairs next to Macca's, so you could. Go oh and get, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, and then you go. This is when uh, Minidor was still on Burke Street, That's right. and you had the um, sort of the comic book upstairs, and then. Downstairs, you go down. And, yeah, and you did, did have all the Warhammer and D and D and all that sort of stuff downstairs. Yeah. And it was like, it was, yeah, yeah. It, it saturated you. You know what I mean? It was like this. This is such a great place. Yeah. Go, in those days, you'd go into Minotaur books, uh, and like you would fill out a, a like like a, like a little form. It's like, oh, what do you want on your standing order? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. They give you a pencil, and you go, oh, well, yeah. X Men. Uh, I want New Mutants and I want Lone Wolf and Cub. And blah, blah, blah. But comic shops still do that, right? Pen and paper? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, look, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Every time I go if to my local comic shop, they're like, oh, you want to add that? <laughs> it, it still happens, man. Um, it's part of the authentic nature of the shops in, in a sense where they stick to that like, oh, yeah, we'll take that, we'll facilitate it and bring it back to you. And um, if you want to cancel something, write it down. <laughs> It's, yeah. it, it has migrated from that. that that's it, It's a feel-good part of actually working with people when you're buying comics at the moment. Mm. Yeah. And it leads to sort of that question about what are the future of these type of bricks-and-mortar stores, you know? Um, and you see, look, with a lot of retail, I think that... Uh, what are they calling it? It's, it they've, they've got some, some jargon for it. It's like experiential retail or something like that what do they call it no 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 it's 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 where the 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 shopping experience has to has to give you more than just shopping you know what i mean because you can do that online it's it's a venue that you go and and i think i've read up about this and this is where apparently jbi fi kicks ass because of their overwhelming signs in your face and yeah yeah and the music's pumping and the lights are flashing and yeah absolutely it's an experience more than just the thing you're buying you're walking out of there like hey man i just met a cool dude (laughs) yeah oh because look uh, to be honest the the for for bricks and mortar retail the future is pretty bloody grim isn't it you know um just a lot of areas yeah, yeah 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 look unless you do you you have something like a candle shop 
where you need to pick up a candle and smell yeah, it, yeah, you know, where yeah. no online yeah. shop is ever going to yeah. do that for you. Engaging senses. Yes. And I think the convenience of, like, um, we, we're an online group with Growlunters, obviously, but subsets of that that predates Growlunters are groups of friends who just buy shit online, right? Mm. And every Saturday morning, hungover or not hungover, I wake up and Jeff's tagged me in auctions in America from people we buy from regularly. Or if, you know, one in a million years, I tag them when I'm up first. Yeah. Uh, but but you have that I'm sense a very of, early riser. Sense of friendship. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's say that's what it is. Um, but, but, the on the convenience online is like I'm waking up, I'm still kind of in bed, I'm playing on my phone, and this dude is selling comics that's worth seven or eight bucks, starting bids of three, mm. and I'm bidding on the stuff like I that I like. Mm. Whereas if I want to do that in real life, I have to get out of my fucking bed, yeah. get over my hangover, drink some water, feed my dogs, and drive to the comic shop. Yeah. Now the challenge there is my output's the same. I'm just patient in delivery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? And sometimes you forget what you won because you were still off drunk when you bought it. Yeah. But that's a different story. Um, I think the, the shop fronts are challenged in a very big sense because of the accessibility yeah. of informal sellers, not just comic sellers. Like you can go buy comics at Mile High. You can go buy comics at... What are the other big ones? Fucking my, my comic, comic shop. shop. Like yeah. there's a lot of them, right? There's a lot of them, and they all have their own angle on selling and the old database. And you can go there, and they provide you mm. with a fair market value of a book, and they'll tell you what it's worth, and they'll sell it to you at a, at that price or at a different price. They sell stuff on consignment, mm. whatever, right? So you can do all of this while you're watching Netflix, right? Yeah. Whereas. West Melbourne, we're in a position, I'm using us as a hypothetical situation yeah. here. If I want to go to a comic shop, I've got to drive 35 kilometers yep. on a Saturday to the city, pay for parking to go to a comic shop where I can buy the stuff that I can buy on my phone when I'm sitting in, in, in my house, right? It's impossibly difficult. Yeah. Like if, you're, if you're a retailer, and, and this, I mean, this, this applies to comic books, but it applies yeah. across a, a, a huge spectrum mm. of different kind of collectibles yeah. whether when you talk you, you could talk about this in terms of, of toys and action figures or, or yeah. pinball machines you could talk about this in terms of books you could talk about this in terms of records yeah all this stuff applies yeah um the internet has has, has, has shifted all this stuff so profoundly that it, that it's really very very difficult for anybody if you, if you, if you sit around and go oh well I'll, i'm going to pay rent yeah i'm going to pay rent and sell a collectible out of a shop front. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My God. Good, good luck and every to you. Morning, Look every, at the balls Every morning you. you have to wake up and wonder, how am I going to appeal to the market? Is anybody right? going to walk through the door today? Or yeah. are they, like Neville, going to be hungover? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you think and, that. You and think, if they're like me, they are going to be hungover. Yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you walk in there, right, and you... Look, I, I, I think of this analytically, no matter what sort of retail store yeah. I go past, I think I'm looking... Uh, there, especially in these the malls with exorbitant rents, you know. Exactly. And I'm looking and I'm thinking, okay, there's two staff members in there, and then they've got their mark up on it. And two staff, yeah, and five dresses. Yes, yeah. And yeah. how much stuff do they move? I'm sure that the whole lot is all just a front for 
for drug law. <laughs> that's that's, that's, that's the, the only truth, way that retail is surviving truth, these days. We should open a shop. Yes, absolutely. Because <laughs> I've absolutely. got contacts. <laughs> Look, but I think the positive spin on it, regardless of the business model, you know, and how much it, it's really all doom and gloom for them, yeah. is is for for the cool, the casual guy, they can go in there and feel part of a community. You oh, know? dude, it, I, I think that is ninety nine percent of the appeal. Yeah. the appeal becomes the value proposition of the store. Yes, the 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 having ownership and walking in, being yep. friends with the people behind the counter, yep. being friendly and understanding what their drivers are, what they're doing. Is there mm-hmm. another event? Is it free comic book day? Yep. Things like that bring people in, mm-hmm. right? But changing the little goggles, taking it from the seller, or sorry, from the buyer to the seller, and you're putting my goggles on the shop owner, mm. right? He's got to think about all my books on my shelf. I also need to have them online. Mm-hmm. I need to be able to have people say, if you want to call order, we can PayPal it. You'll never be in debt. It's mm-hmm. a weekly thing. It doesn't run up to $200 a month or whatever. Mm-hmm. It just comes off the account. You don't have to worry about it. You just come in and pick it up whenever you're ready. Yeah. That's it. Not like, oh, I've, got to, oh, I've got to wait for the end of the month because I need my money because mm-hmm. I've now waited six weeks to pick it up type of thing, right? Yep. Um, and then stuff like the shops that I know in America, like I do on the pages that we buy from, the shop fronts sell their one in 20, one in 25 variants online because they know they're guaranteed a sale. Um, They're gonna get some good money out of it without feeling guilty for getting one of their weekly guys that come in every Wednesday and say, I know you wanna buy this $5 one, but here's one for 112. Yes. And and that is is where those guys make their money, they have their Mm. storefront, and they're still successful for successful with it because they've got the supply chain challenge yeah. with diamonds, yeah. but they've got the revenue coming from multiple streams. And if you don't have that revenue from multiple streams, you isolate and you, you it's like saying, I'm only ever going to play red and roulette, mm-hmm. right? If you do that, you're going to lose 50% of the time. Yeah. What you need to be able to do is, um, incognito does as well. 51 if you count the little yeah. green thing. But Whatever. anyway. Green, green ball. Green ball. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, you gamblers. How, so, how so, funny you are. So incognito does as well. They've got a storefront. It's pretty. It's attractive. It's probably, it's off, off the main strip. So yep. they probably have better rent than mm. city shops or, or CBD shops, right? But also they've got a good online presence. They promote their shit. They sell it in groups. And people are always aware of it, right? They've got sales, they've got promo codes. If you don't do that, how do you fund back that rent to sell to guys who want, just wants to come and buy their yeah. three comics a week and yeah. hang out? Yep. And we, we've talked about this a number of times as our old man dream of like, what is... It's, it's, it's not old man dream, it's me in a fucking two years, don't yeah, tell Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it is owning a... Craft beer, collectibles, comics, and fun. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, and, and you know what? Somebody that has come really the cheap rent. Do you know what? <laughs> if you watch Bob's Burgers, I want all the teddies. Yeah. I want people to come out, to hang out, yeah. end up spending money because they're there already and go home happy because yep. they get the value prop, they get the friendship, they get the money, they mm. get the comics, they get the collectibles yep. and everything works. Yes. And yeah. I think that's good. Unlike our recipe of what we brainstorming mm. of, and, and think about this, right? Collectible shop, you already own everything. Everything's collectible, right? Everything's like twenty years old. There's no diamond distribution. There's yeah. no no prepay for comics You're not that comes out three, three months. months ahead yeah. of the time. Yeah. So the curse, the curse of comic shops at the moment is the recipe of order. 
So yeah. their supply chain, this is, I do this for a living in IT. Yeah. So they have developed the supply chain to the point where you, you pre-order based on paranoia because you're ordering shit for June yes. at the moment, right? Yeah. It's not I'm promoted not yet. Marvel's, Marvel's not promoting it yet. DC's not promoting it yet because it's not out yet. They've maybe got a, a, a splash page or, a, a, or something, but they don't have content yet to actually say this is what we're getting. But the comic shops are put in a position where they need to speculate. Re readers will likely like this because it's these creators or it's this title, it's this, this character, and they've got to hedge their bets. They get their pre-orders from Diamond and they've got to scale up saying, because we've got 40 instead of our usual 20, we need to buy 30 more instead of our usual 10. So they need to pre-order it now for four months from now so when it hits the shelves. Let me pose this and question. And that is what kills retail, yeah, man. Yeah, let me pose this question. Is that necessary to supply that uh, that service, that part of the service, which is the unknowns and, and, and forward orders and all of that type of stuff, which exposes you to a lot of risk as yeah, a business owner? 100%. Why not just don't do it? Hey man, let's we we're dealing with we're an antique store of. I think it's. I think they're all passion projects. Mm. Nobody is in comic retail, or or not nobody, but not everybody's in comic retail to make a quick buck. Yeah. Everybody's in comic retail because they are like us, and yeah. they ended up in a position where they do weekly sales. Yeah. Um, what I'd really like that to goes hear, back to, though, I think four episodes yeah. ago we talked about variants, yeah. where you get the scalability of a one in hundred yeah. that pays for the other thirty. So that is that is how you kind of hedge your bets. You're like, oh, look, we just add ten more, we buy a one in hundred, hmm. and we sell that. It pays for the thirty. We return the rest or whatever. Hmm. And and that speculation, I think, in, in itself is some. It's a false economy that Diamond created. For the sake of making exactly shops. my point is 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 that like like you know it's it's this tulip economy really um, will will the retail buyer sort of savvy onto it or do they maintain enough of a uh, you know of a a collector base that deals I know people specifically do just deal in variants you know oh, yeah, I've yeah. heard that but, um, but I'm keen to hear what Mike has to say though because. You know, he's been I'll, listening. I'll shake him awake. <laughs> Hi, Mike. Oh, look, I was awake the whole time. You guys are like <laughs> nagging little people talking about what their latest grandsons are up to. Uh, <laughs> Proceed. Yeah. Tell us, what do you think? All right, let's let's move it from brick and mortar shops, shop fronts to print. What do you think is going to happen with the print medium as we enjoy it today? Do you think it's going to stay the same? I noticed that someone commented on that uh, question, uh, you know, apologies, I can't remember who, but uh, someone said that print's going to be for the collectors, the purists, enjoy, I guess, the hunt, you know, to get all that down. Whereas, if you think about it... Yeah, but it won't be a hunt if it comes out every week anyway. Yeah, but I think that it will be a hunt in the fact that, for instance... If it keeps going down the track it's going, stores will close down. It'll be, you know, it could be as difficult as Jeff one, uh, said it once was, where, like, it, it could be a newsagent that's getting an issue here and there because people simply aren't buying anymore. Uh, it could get... Do you maybe know, not I, to I that think extent, back, back, but, back when it was a newsagent, people were probably buying more than they were now because yeah. it was more accessible. It was just more diluted in distribution. Yeah. But, so now I think distribution's that, focused. 
you've got as as much as we may love, you know, the smell of a new comic book or the, the thrill of finding that grail that we want. You can't deny the fact that the the accessibility of being able to download Hulk one eighty one, you know, even legally on like a site to read deep uh, like digitally, yeah, and carry that wherever you want, like whenever you want, and you don't have to take a long box, a short box. You can have tens of thousands of comics on your phone wherever you go. That accessibility has a lot of allure to it to people that, let's say. Not to say that they're not collectors, but they're there to read. They're not there to. Oh, I'm gonna have to step in as an old man, yeah. <laughs> hey, look, right. you could you could right. you could listen to the White Album on Spotify, but go and buy a White Album. It's still got, you know. My my point. I I I just want to share my pain. <laughs> Monday morning. Oh no no. Well, it was just around Super Bowl Monday, so it might be eleven. No, one one thirty ish. Our internet went out. <gasps> do, do you know what happens? Oh, motherfucker! <laughs> do you know what happens when your internet goes out and you have it through one Telstra box? Uh, you have no Netflix, no, you have no Amazon, no, no. you have no You're Spotify, blind. you have no Disney, <laughs> yeah. you have no Stan, yeah. you've got no free to air. Yeah. Like, me and Alana shagged like fucking bunnies yeah. for the past six days <laughs> because oh. we had nothing else to do. Uh-huh. No choice. I played with the dogs, Harley's like, I'm tired. I'm like, well, I'm taking my pants off. <laughs> I mean, but this is where you do show your age, because anyone my age knows that, for instance, if I'm using Comixology, for instance, if I download that comic, the one that came out last week, and the internet goes out, I can still go into that end and read it. Mm. It's there. And not only that, but you can Can you sniff the pages? Can you sniff the pages? No, but I'm just saying that... Do they have rust? Uh, Look, we could ask certain people about mold and water damage another time, but... I mean, look, give me your phone. I'll put it in a, like, uh, a bucket same. of water. Okay. Can, I, can I interject for a second? Yes, yes. Uh, 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 like, devil's advocate, as, as, as one of the old men in the room, I actually have like a lot of sympathy for what Mike is saying right now. Oh, look, because, I want to step yeah, but, in and say, it, I don't not, read digitally. Yeah, no, no, fair, fair. I just... Uh, it, the whole thing about digital or, uh, as, as a paper, yes, absolutely, I'm, I'm with you. I get the analogy about the White Album and, and po- popping it down on a record player and hearing the difference between that and MP3. 100%. But one of the, one of the things that I think is, is extraordinarily frustrating and difficult about, uh, about comic books, and one of the reasons, uh, you know, to, to throw back to this, this retail thing, is that, that it's getting increasingly crazy and difficult for, the, for, for retailers, is that the price points, even at the most entry level, yeah. Are getting so crazy. Yeah, uh, it's it's it just to go and buy the shittiest. Is it cheaper issue. digital? Is it cheaper digital? Yeah, by far. Like you could probably get most new issues for like a dollar ninety nine digital. You see Versus that that is a sensible price. Uh, uh, yeah, a two ninety nine US. Like yeah, it, yeah, you yeah. know, if if you know, when you when you like translate that and you start doing that by multiples of issues. Yeah, that that's a much more accessible thing. You can, the the issue, uh, uh, one of the difficulties is that you can't then resell that. Yeah, I guess. that's yeah. it. Like, um, but but also cost, you can hold it and feel it and touch it. Your senses are engaged. Oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you 100. Yeah. percent But like one of the, the 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 massive issues, like when we look talk about like shop fronts and you know what's going to happen to print and all the rest of it, it's like well, 
if print just keeps going up and up and up in price without delivering more than it did last year or the year before, then, then that's a problem. Yeah, but what do you think contributes to the price point at the moment? Because I won't say, like we, they, they are, in terms of units, they're not necessarily down. And the, the comment's got a longer tail. There's more books I don't... being published and being printed. Mm. But the top 10's not as top-heavy as they used to be, right? I don't think it's got to do with prints at all. Look at stores like Sanity and HF, HMB, and I'm pretty sure everyone can say that music is way more universal than comics are. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. they're gone. Gone. Brick and mortar, gone. What it is, is people want to be able to do whatever they like doing, hobbies, like... on their phone, Right. If I can go and read Hulk 181 on my phone and download it for like 99 cents instead of paying five grand regardless of Grail. So you don't want to copy anymore? I do. <laughs> no, but see, that's the collector. Like for me, I like that, for instance, I couldn't give a shit about a Hulk 181 if it was easy to get. I'd go like, who gives a shit? Mm. I like that it's difficult. I wouldn't want it to be easy. If I was a pure reader without the collector's mentality of that, I'd be pure digital. Yeah. Mm. I just can't think that at this point in time, I could say instead of buying a hard copy, I'm going to just read it online. Do you have Spotify though? Yes. But I also have the vinyl. So do I. But Mm. in all honesty, dead serious, you're out and about. You're not going to put a 180 gram vinyl on your car dash you're gonna have oh do you know what i saw i saw a dude give me a car (laughs) it was pretty it wasn't on his car dash uh this is in sydney about uh seven seven years ago maybe (laughs) train into the city guy sits down he's got hit yeah beats by dre headphones pulls out portable turntable opens it up bangs on a fucking record and i went (laughs) legends That is some amazing asshole shit. Go. Yeah, yeah. And, it, <laughs> and I mean, like, I've got a Crosley, you know, briefcase, like, uh, record player. Yeah, one of those guys. Yeah, yeah. I could easily do that. And I've also got another... You know you look silly, right? Yeah. I know. And it's that elitist <laughs> stuff Taking hipster that to the next level, it. isn't That's it? it? So if I want to go and listen to the latest Deftones album, as much as I've already pre-ordered it on record... I'm going to listen to it on Spotify. I'm not going to wait. I'm not going to listen to the snap, crackle and pop when I can listen to Chino Marino's voice in high definition. Yeah. Hey, look, like everything in this world, it all boils have you down got, to... Have you got floss in your hand? No, no. I think it's a piece of your Is artificial floss? grass floor. <laughs> okay. oh. I picked up off my boot. It's not artificial. Okay, well, uh, yeah. if, if you're looking to floss later on, yes, you have an option. Absolutely. <laughs> Or strangle a very small person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Yes, uh, my floss come garrot. Um, yeah, look, it, it really comes down again. Like we've we've spoken this about so many times. It's just about the person you are. Like some some people like the having. You know what I mean? The tangibility of something physical. You know, and oh. and and just when we're talking about the economy, the ability to resell something. Yeah. Like it's the difference between say a lot of the um, the gaming platforms. So you've got Steam. You buy a game, oh, mate, you've just bought it, and there's no reselling that bastard, you know? Um, whereas you buy a Nintendo Switch, you, you you buy it, and you get your little, you know, thing that looks like an SD chip, yeah. and you put that in, and you play it, and you get sick of it, and you put it on Marketplace and sell it. But that's also yeah. in the, the day and age, like, so I'm a PC gamer, and I also have a Switch. So, like, I'm on Steam, and I'm on yep. Nintendo. You've got that 
the worst definition about Nintendo is with first party titles, so like Mario and everything that mm. Nintendo owns, they don't bring down prices. But if you were to, let's say, get like the latest Flappy Bird or Angry Birds, whatever, like Candy Crush. Crossy Road. Thing, I love Crossy Road. <laughs> all those things, because they're indie companies making them, if you buy it on the eShop, you're going to get it for, uh, I'm going to say, yeah, yeah, a couple of bucks. Whereas yeah. if you want to get that, there's a couple yeah. of companies now that I feel have taken a lot of philosophies from comics in the way of, uh, like there's limited run games and super rare games that will have games like Streets of Rage that never physically came out on Nintendo Switch, only digitally through the eStore. Yes, yeah. And now they're releasing physical things. So you get the game, you get an in- uh, an instruction manual yeah. and you get the case. They're $100 US to buy this game. But yeah. if you're a collector, you're going to get it. And I should, I should correct myself because I know that once people amass a big account with Steam, quite often... They'll sell the whole Steam account. Yeah. You know, they'll 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 just say, you know, I've had enough of this. Yeah. Uh, Steam account spent, you know, a thousand bucks on games, sell for. And not only that, but you get the rep of the hours that have been put into those games as well when you yeah. send it because uh, it keeps track of how long you've spent on any specific like specific game yeah, that you've yeah. got on what there. What percentage of your life you've wasted? Oh, look, for yeah. me, it's, look it's at, pretty you know, high. You've played this game for 512 hours. <laughs> like, round I? Yeah. I've got like yeah. 250 I'm hours sure on I'm sure it's deeply reassuring. <laughs> yeah. Look at those numbers. Yeah, I think, I, I think in terms of how many theses uh, I could have written. Yeah. That's <laughs> Mike's you know, no one tells him that's his you uh, porn stats. Well, what's... <laughs> 112 hours. What's actually bad, though, uh, is before Steam, when there were internet games and stuff, yeah. all you really had to do was bring up the... The, the chat bar yeah. forward slash hours and yeah. it would tell you how long you've yeah. played anyway and it was bad seeing yeah, World yeah. of Warcraft with over I, 600 hours and I know so, we, we're digressing here but it's really interesting to see how and we, we, we talk fairly extensive about the economy of of, uh, of, of comics and yeah, games yeah. and all of that sort of stuff but just the, the huge successes and we're talking about um, companies that have gone from startup to probably billion dollar companies yeah, in sure. less than a year just by going you know what it's free and if you want a funny hat you got to pay 10 bucks for it you yeah, know yeah. and and that seems to be yeah. like you know with the fortnights and all of that type of stuff yeah. you know is the real key to success here because you know yeah. oh how- it's a value prop well, right yeah. it, people people engage and they enjoy it yeah and it's free and yeah. then they're like I want a level of ownership, yes. so I want to buy the hat or yeah. I want to, to buy the T-shirt. That, yeah. To bring in that relevance with comics, Fortnite today yeah. released two skins: yeah. Harley Quinn from the Suicide Squad movie. Oh, lots of cross. And Harley right Quinn yeah. from the new Harley Quinn movie yeah. that came out yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. The, Who gets money from that? Yeah. Fortnite, one hundred percent. No AAPT, no Harley Quinn. They know that's mm, DC have some, but <laughs> but only a couple of weeks ago, Star Wars. Did the same thing. You could no, get, get Star it. Wars I things. I think to I be remember, honest, dude, I'm just gonna. I remember when Injustice came out. Yeah. The first or second second game on PS4, they sort made a billion yeah. on that game in the first three months. Like yeah. that's better than any DC movie ever. Yeah. And the game killed it. Yeah. The game killed it. That is more revenue than all the comics in eighteen months. Yep. <laughs> I don't think I've ever really recovered from the shock of like like going to like the the movies. And seeing for the first time in the trailers, 
adds where I anticipated like a multi-billion dollar movie to be yeah. and seeing them talk about Assassin's Creed or yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. It was like, oh, you know, the, the whole landscape had shifted at that point. Yeah. It was, yeah. uh, oh, this, the, you know, you see very clearly yeah, yeah. Yeah. where the it's money is of, going. It's part of life now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. So it's funny, you know, we talked about games. It's the tail wagging the dog. Once upon a time, you play Raiders of, uh, you watch Raiders of the Lost Ark and you play Raiders of the Lost Ark on the 2600. And These it. days now, you play Fortnite and you watch there'll be some Fortnite yeah. movie. There's also Harrison Ford's doing Indiana Jones 5. Yeah, but absolutely. He's I 112. Think... Yeah. <laughs> it was like, we got to get that fucking so... grail. Yes, yes. Hey, can you, can you pick it up? I can't bend. <laughs> I think we're in a state of flux too. So I don't know if you guys notice like with the age difference or anything like that. We're now. In I notice everything with yeah. an age difference. Yeah. The, I, I notice bending over with an age difference. <laughs> We're in an age where like Instagram is a big thing, so you want to show what you've got, what you can have, anything like that. So you get like the yeah. influencer title and stuff. So, for instance, gaming has become really popular recently because you can show. So, for instance, uh, people are showing off their PC setups. Yeah. What yeah. sort of bright yeah, right. lights they've got. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Where, like, in all honesty, like, maybe, not to say, but maybe they don't even touch it or it's someone yeah. else's stuff. But yeah. then, because of this, and they need this, like, solid physical thing, there's always going to need be a need for not just digital. I mean, like, yeah. all right, you've got a Steam account with 1,500 games. Like, if yeah. you had those games on a shelf, how much more impressed that would look. In saying that, I do think that leading forward... We may still get the physical items that we seek and want. I just don't think it's going to be from a brick and mortar store. I think that it's going to be the Incognitos, the King's Comics, you know, and stuff where you'll still be able to get any comic you want or, you know, and on a weekly basis if you want it, it's going to be online. I think that with time goes on... Likely the same people running it because they need to sell it. Oh, absolutely. And you know, and that's going to be what's going to happen. But you're going to see. I mean, but how do you differentiate though? When you get, when you get, let's call it, um, what's it? Sad lemon, bad lemon. Like everybody's doing their own. Everybody's doing their own variants. Everybody's yeah. doing their own hall of comics. They're, they're all doing their own variants. They're and trying. They all try and do a value proposition, but the content's the same. Yeah, and it, it, I mean that's going to be the difficult thing. Sh- it's going to be a short cycle before. Before, like every other entertainment industry, there's yeah. going to be one juggernaut. In saying that, well, though, <laughs> look you at, can see the clear writings on the wall already. Yeah. You yeah, look at the juggernauts that we still yeah. have, yeah. though, in brick and mortar stores. So you'd say JB Hi Fi, right? They've been around for decades. Yeah, yeah. But you look at what they sell now compared to what they sell then, right? I remember going as a kid where car stereos. Was like a huge thing that yeah, JB Hi-Fi sells. One panel in, in the shop now, you know. You know, yeah. and it's that, and it's what they've done is they've gone to the merchandise things. They have Funko Pops now, and they've yeah. got white goods because people want to buy. Depending you know, on like the store you go shit. to, yes. Yeah, but yeah. they've got technologies in here. Like, yeah. they're, so they're if gonna... you want a fridge that tells you that it, you're out of eggs when you're at work, yep. buy their JB Hi-Fi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whereas you're going to see less car stereos. You're slowly with time seeing less DVDs and less Blu-rays yep. it's not as big as it used to be oh, it's, no it's a corner it's yeah. shut back man There's more they've got TVs they've got TVs because everyone wants a TV but it's for streaming they want that 4K UHD TV that's doing whatever yep. so they'll have TVs they've got white goods like coffee machines and all that sort of stuff 
They've got some merchandise. And then everything that you know that JB has had in the past that they sold a lot of yeah. is minuscule. So, like, they're continually evolving to have what people want. Phone stuff, laptop yeah. stuff, yeah. Yeah. anything that helps that. Gimmicks and stuff that goes with your phones. Yeah. Headphones, stereos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, look they're, they're focused on, on what they call the green lines. It's yeah. just stuff that they sell a lot of. So, you know, they can reduce their margins because they're dealing in bulk. Yeah. You know, you go there, and let's be honest, as far as, you know, you're, you're um, talking about car stereos, it's like, man, that was huge in the 90s, the old auto salon days yeah. where you go there and you, you, you the underneath of your car was lit up and you had, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. the pimp by ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And it's now, now no, it's OEM. My, my the car. underside of my car is still lit up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's mostly burning oil, but yeah. it's fine. Well, I mean, look, yeah, yeah. Ben drives the Supra. He'd yeah. definitely have neons yeah, under that. Yeah, yeah. It only goes I mean, over those fucking speed bumps. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I remember when they had ads saying that if you bought like central locking for your car, like remote central locking, yeah. as a part of it, they would install it for you. Yeah. Like, it's like, I remember those ads. There is no now, installation like, centre at JB. I, well, maybe there is. There used to be one... At uh, at well, what they now what they call Werribee Plaza now it's um, oh, Werribee Pacific Pacific Werribee Thunderdome yeah, Market you know <laughs> Thunderdome yes. yeah no that's the weekend market at Laverton <laughs> yeah 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 um, yeah yeah but but look I guess that's what it takes to survive in in, yeah. in a retail store right, so says. so um, we've been very doomingly about brick and mortar shops traditional print yep flip that around what do you think will make it work. I think it, it, it really comes down to having experiences in store. I yeah. think that's what it's got to be. It's got to be a destination. It's got to be more than about retail. You know, it's got to be about, you know, whether it, it's community. It can't be driven. It can't be driven by just the, the buying of goods. Like I said, destination shopping is everything now. Yeah. yeah. That's the end. That's the, if you think supply chain, you're thinking yeah. stores, right? Mm. What's, what do you think will make DC and Marvel say, mm, we can change our game? Because they're the big two. Right? They're, all right, they're the, yeah, they are the, the big two. The rest, of the, the rest of the crew, I did a little image, they're all testing different grounds already. Yeah. What do you think will make DC and Marvel say, we can turn this around? and bring back the golden days? Oh, it's an incredibly difficult question. It's I think, not. I think, no, well, I think Mar DC and Marvel <laughs> are like miles really off. Is. I think they're miles off. I think their whole fucking business proposition right now is like arse backwards. Comic books are fantastic. Gra graphic novels are fantastic, but like the, 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 the way in which they're, they're delivering now is exclusively pointed towards the people in this room and the people Roaring listening to this right in this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, we, they, they are like deeply invested in a market that exists and is dwindling. Yeah. Yeah. They're a really great like kind of, you know, the potential to sell things to young people to uh, and, and get them involved. But like Marvel and DC so, are trying so to do that. Let's throw a what if. Like a what if. What if they cut ties with Diamond and they go to, instead of no. distributor... They go to supply chain. They go direct to end end customers. No, they, they start wouldn't supplying. Do. No, listen to this. What if instead of going to Diamond and putting the onus on them to decide where to send stuff, they just ship to Walmart's and Kmart's and and shops and corner stores. Anybody who wants to order it. I think yeah. because Diamond. I think that'd works. be a start. 
Yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, Diamond Works is some sort of pre-order system where Walmart and Costco yeah. Walmart, and all that what, don't. No, no, but Walmart and them have a hundred billion. They dollar, do. They have a hundred billion dollar budget where they're like, we'll yeah. take ten of everything. We don't and, care what it is. We just want to be able to sell it. And that's where I'd like and to see. Pages. Do you know those? I know, pages? like Brian that, and Uncle Benders and yeah. doing it so with. I think those hundred pages in Walmart testing ground to say can we go back to the traditional method of direct distribution from us to you to the end customer we yeah. make it four bucks for a hundred dollar a hundred page comic and we do ten a month and it's successful if they do that I, I think they'll have it I would be curious to see the numbers that they, these hundred pages get I mean look you got Bendis and Derrington doing like Batman awesome for me that's already like take my money mm. in saying that though I've not seen a single bit of hype about those books. Yeah, but you're not in America. Hmm. I'm on Instagram, no, well, actually, which is well, worldwide. There's, there's, there's certainly been like some good kind of resales on some of those you, books. Are you, expect, sorry, are you expecting a 12-year-old who's picking up a comic for the first time to go to Instagram and be like... No, no, no. But I'm not also... The, hands in the, the comic in the hands of new readers. And not, that's, not the readers we... I think we that's are. where they get it. But at the yeah. same time, like... You think about it. That's Bendis doing a book, like... For DC again? Well, so look, you know what big. I think a really good example of this, of how, of how you look at code wars in Australia. Australia, because we're so multicultural, we've got a lot of different sporting codes. Yes. Okay, you know yep. what I mean? They're all competing for the same, for the same, you know. Piece of pizza. Yeah, yep. Yep, exactly right. And a, a big part of all of their resources right goes to grassroots development and engagement of kids yeah because they know that that's going to pay off for them you know so it's auskick it's into cricket it's yeah. uh, it's it's all of those those ways that, that none of those organizations are making any money at all you know like yeah. like the arms of that organization no no they yeah. they are there as an engagement tool yeah. which is probably where you know like dc and marvel aren't looking you know no no they're not they're milking forty-year-olds yep. yep. who can spend four hundred bucks a month on comics. Well, but the thing is, they're saying. But well, at the same time, they're like, "We're not going to give you the Green Lantern you like. We're going to give you this other dude." Yeah, <laughs> but that'll when appeal it comes to down to, but maybe they're thinking in the future that, that it's really it's going to be about movies. The thing is, you that's know, so us backwards. Though. And no, no, look, I'm not validating it at all. I'm oh, not yeah, defending no. it, but I'm just saying that <laughs> you are. I, no, I can imagine that that's. <laughs> That that that's probably what they're thinking, boy, yeah. by the success of of, of, of things yeah. like. That. I think I think hmm. the 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 company, the corporate owning the property. Yeah, they're thinking beyond comics. Yeah, they like they say. Let's assume people know Greenland. Let's assume people yeah. know Batman and yeah. Superman. We don't need to tell the story in the comic anymore. We can do animation. Yeah. We can do TV shows. We can do blah, blah, blah. We can do spin-off. You can retrofit it into the comics if you want, but the comics aren't the anchor for our success anymore. Yeah. yeah. And that is what Disney and AAPT or whoever fucking has. And, but Warner Brothers. As right. such, they are cutting themselves loose from their own futures. There is, there's like actually like a really kind of healthy um, market uh, and audience for comic books at a young age. And, and you, I, I see it all. I, I, I work in, 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 a, in a bookshop um, and I see this all the time. There are, there are publications that are specifically designed for young readers that we, we're not talking about at all that are selling hand over fist in book form. Yeah. And like published, like not, 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 not month by month, but 
Here it is, bound up. Here's the, the story. Type of thing, As or? a thing, I'll yeah. publish like one every six months in yeah. hardcover. Oh, uh, for a young reader. Andy you Lee. About, yeah. yeah, Andy yeah. Lee. You talk about Death Pilkey's yep. Dogman. Yep. Uh, uh, Rain of Telgoliath. Dogman is amazing. He's yeah. so and it like sells millions. Rainer Telgemeier is publishing books like yeah. Sisters and Smile. Yeah. Uh, there's there's Wolf a recent Girl. One. What's yeah. uh, Wolf Girl? Yeah. There's but who's like like, like Anne Doe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Luke Pearson. Oh, Luke Pearson. If you haven't checked it out, uh, Hilda and the Trolls. Uh, it's kind of like that. kind of like a sort of fantasy adventure, like in the same kind of format that we would have like seen like in Tintin yeah, or okay. Asterix when we yeah, were yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. But they're hanging out for it, but it only comes out once every six months. That's every six months. Yeah, yeah. But, and it's like, like you know, maybe $25 deal, right? for like a hardcover. It it's it still serialized, but it makes sense by itself. Yeah. You're not handing money. Like, you know, parents just want to get reading material into their kids' hands. Yeah. Like, but same as when we were kids. Yeah. You know, they, wanted, they, they were like, oh, yeah, here's a comic book. Shut up. Go, yeah. <laughs> go, go read. Um, that stuff is still there, but it's not marble and it's not deceived. Um, I think IDW uh, are making some efforts to make, put things out, yeah, but they're yeah, still yeah. working on that kind of business, that Marvel and DC business model. Yeah. There are other publishers who are doing like completely going around the whole, what we think of as the, the, the established business model, yeah. and they're making money, and they're making fans. And you know what you do? You know, remember, another good thing is you, you think, okay, it's a, it's a very kiddie type thing you, you're aiming it at kids but it allows it allows the characters to mature as their audience does the same way that they did with Harry Potter remember yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely you know, yeah. Them, yeah. Yeah, so, so you were maturing as as the you know the, the characters in that show were maturing yeah know? I mean the, uh, listening to the, the podcasts you know in, in, in recent weeks one of the things that we've talked about you guys have talked about I'm sorry uh, has, has been this thing about what the the nostalgia value is yeah, you know, you, you talk about turtles or, yeah, or, yeah, or, or, yeah. or whatever like came yeah. through when you were young. Because that was yeah. our that was your thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was your mo like yeah. that kind of moment. Yeah. Um, I, I think some of those those kind of series that are literally not even getting anywhere near comic book shops, mm. but are like graphic novel material yeah. being published strictly through like things like Ash, Ash, yeah, Ashton yeah. Scholastic and and, and yeah, bookshops. Yeah. Um, that's that, cool. that's going to be one of the, the properties and, that later and again, on. It goes back to the, deal. The, what I said earlier, the, the tale's longer. There's different things happening. So the dominating publishers aren't dominating as they used to. Yeah. But they're trying to say, we'll make up for it by having more titles. But mm. all they're doing is diluting their IP. Yeah. While the, the real competitors are chewing, chewing the... They they like ankles as they they catch up with them. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah but and the other thing about Disney is they're like the Borg. They, you know, they, <laughs> they haven't they haven't created. I'm, I'm I'm just trying to think. I'm thinking when was the last time they created, uh, you know, a, a character other than they sort of their typical animated Disney princess kind of thing. You know, they've acquired a lot. They've acquired a hell of a lot. And then they've got their stock yeah, sample yeah. Disney formula, which is... Yeah, they bought Pixar and everything else. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Star so, Wars and Marvel. Yeah. Well, look, at it's a long list. Do you see that thing on Facebook? It's been doing the rounds of yeah. like yeah, this. Yeah, the, 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 oh, the, 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 the goose-stepping Mickey. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Hilarious stuff. Yeah. Hilarious. Oh, goose-stepping. How we always laugh. <laughs> Every time a Nazi enters but, the picture. Yeah. But it's funny, like, I don't want to like saffron anything that I worked on, but so I've worked on all ages comics. Uh, 
I had a conversation with a publisher linked to Scholastic. Yep. When they were talking to me, they wanted to know the availability of the content that I could get them, how often I could get it to them, and how much, uh, like, directly. So they want, and what I've worked on recently, because of what they told me, was they want something that people can pick up based on what they see on the cover. Yep. That doesn't have to directly link to anything else I've done or anything else I will do. So they wanted to know, how can you do a standalone story that then if I do a second standalone story with the same franchise, how do you do it that people feel like it's growing even though they're separate stories that you could read in any other... And it goes back to the Malvatino Yeah, thing. and like you said, I've it's read... exactly the same recipe. Yeah. Um, you know, th- this company, there was an Amulet. Amulet, came, yeah. yeah. Massively so, successful series. And that, like, leads on from itself, but at the same time, like, it gives enough information each book or volume that comes out that realistically, you get the cliff notes any volume that you buy, even if you buy volume six. Like, yeah, like, obviously you're missing, you know, the whole Sith saga, the prequel saga and all that, but you get an Can you be drawn into the story as a kid and be entertained? Yeah, like, if you... If that was... Quick answer, yeah. Yeah, you'd say yes. Like, you, if that was the only volume, if it was volume six and that was the only one the store had and that's what you wanted, I think you could pick up Amulet and get enough out of it as a kid that you could get your parents to hunt down the rest yep. and still go forward. And that was the things that we were asking me. So to hear, you know, like you mentioned Hilda, who has now blown up and has Massive. its, like, Netflix series yep. and everything like that. Like, it, it's interesting how this works. That And it relates to comics in the way of how many people use the, the term, I'll wait for the trade, or mm-hmm. anything like that. And it's exactly what these, these younger publications are doing, where they're doing it where it's in European format, you know, a hardcover yep. book that looks beautiful. Yeah. But you've got to wait a long time mm. to get that. You're not going to get a floppy issue every month. Like It is ironic, though, going back to what you just said. That's what Europe's been doing for three yeah, years. Yeah, exactly. But they've been outselling the American market and selling hard covers. They're, yeah. they're called albums. One every three to six months. Standalone <clears throat> story. The one, next one could grow from it, but you don't have to read it to understand yeah. it. The and what do they call story. them? Yeah. Tomes. Yeah, yeah. tomes. Okay, I got, love that. I've got, That's so I've got good. A short box full of them. The, the magazine boxes. They're yeah. actually pretty cool. The French ones. Insane oh, that though. Genius, like they're yeah. they're almost like art books in their yeah. own right. Coffee table. But books. then you think about it. You have six months to draw a comic. Yeah. <laughs> they're amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I wonder like how much that comes down to. Like, do you think? Or and we can only use Australia as an example. Like based on what we know. Now we're in what they call the Netflix culture where we binge stuff, a season comes out and a yep. day later you've yeah. already finished that season. Yeah. And two days later, if you haven't already picked up on the memes, you're an idiot. It's instant, instant gratification. Exactly. Right? Yeah. But do you think that we're, at least as a country and as at least as readers in this country, do you think we could wait for these tomes? Like, do you think that... I mean, you, you've mentioned that they're they're popular in the in the bookstore and the children love it. And I think is that because they don't get the grasp of time as such. Like, do you think adults like if if Black Sad came out today? And I know that like for instance in you in English translations, I think Dark Horse did everything in one book, like yeah. whatever volumes they did in one book. But if we were to get 
and in increments like it was in France and in Spain, do you think an adult reader would have the patience, or do you think oh, that the absolutely, yeah, absolutely, oh my god, hundred yeah. percent, yes. You look at you look at um, novel series like you know I, I just finished the latest the latest Peter Peter Hamilton book, yeah, uh, and I loved it, and I'm like you know the moment you finish it you go, oh struth. Here's another, you know, another year before the next one comes out. <laughs> you just out. said Struth. Sorry. Yeah, well, Stone the Fucking Crows. It's yeah, Flaming Galar. Yeah. I would, I would give you a cooey right now, but I'm worried about the microphone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, look, no, I, I don't think that's a problem per se. The, the, I actually think even by buying things like on a monthly basis, I think a lot of our readers sit around and go, bought that, bought that, bought, and, and they, they will set it aside until they have a chunk to read. Mm. Because it's it's different when, you, when you're older. When you're a kid, what if it's in front of you is Grist for the Mill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. you just want to devour it then and then because, you know, like, next week is a million years away. Yeah. When you're, when you're, when you're older, like, you just, like, you'll read it when you're ready to sit down and fucking read it. Mm. All right, thanks. Let's wrap it up. Thanks for everything. Jeff's got to Jeff. get home for Matt. Good chat, Jeff. Thanks, thanks, thanks very much. Thank you so very much for having me, everybody. Just purely by your nature, we were talking about shop fronts for fucking an hour. But, yeah, <laughs> but that's okay. So, yeah. listeners, sorry, my bad. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. one. That's good. All right. Lana. So, what do we have to look forward to next episode? We'll be talking about favorite indie book, indie books, but indie books across ages, right? So, mm-hmm. we're going to talk Tangle. Predator, Dark Horse, the origins of Dark Horse. We do do something a bit different to the usual DC Marvel stuff. Hmm. All right, quick, before we go to that, random survey. First, what's the first indie book you read? First indie book I read? Yeah. Does Vertigo count? No. Yeah, no, actually no. no. Out, outside of those. First one. <sighs> Spawn. Spawn, all right, yep. Is that indie? Yeah, of course. That, that, yeah. No, it doesn't matter if it's a million something. It was, it was outside the big two. DC or Marvel. Yeah, it was, it was an independent. Create our own. Go. I would say continuity comics. You remember continuity comics? Oh, Neil Adams is in there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, is and, that indie? And the, the yeah, re- of course. And the reprints of Judge Dredd. I read the... Oh, the, the Eagle... Yeah, Eagle like comics. The, the, yeah, the that's it. They were um, the stock standard on our spinner racks for 20 cents. Yeah, nice. When I was growing up. Mm. And um, I had plenty of them. No continuity. Same as the, that you suffered from. Yeah. No continuity, but... Pure totally enjoyment. Pure enjoyment. You question because, image. Because they, they didn't have the comic code. So yeah. there was grotesque violence. There was over-the-top fucking boobs and ass and everything. I loved it. it was so good. much good stuff. Oh, it was a natural fit. You question image and you mentioned Judge Dredd. Like, mm. seriously? No, no, no. Like, it's the American yeah. version of Judge Dredd. This is... Continuity comics, man. I'll okay. show you. I'll show you. <laughs> Alright. Look, my, I, I don't know if you've ever heard of... Uh, it, it, was, it was more mag... Than, than a, uh, a book, uh, Rank Pitch Xerox. Up. Have you ever heard yeah, of Yeah, of course. Rank Xerox. Xerox. Yeah. Who, who was the artist of that? I can see it. Like, he, had, he had the massive head and the tiny little yes, red yeah, sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was that? Oh, I have no idea. This was... Motherfucker. Yeah. All right. This is the slowest rap ever. Yeah. But it's going to be the next episode. <laughs> That's yeah. what's going to happen next week. Yeah. Thanks for everything. Um, on to episode seven. Yep. Wait, wait, wait. Before you press stop, if you've made it this far into the episode, we'd really appreciate your feedback. Whether it's on Spotify, Podbean, or Apple, iTunes, Spotify, whatever they fucking call it, just hit subscribe, like, and share, and give us any feedback you want. We'll really, really appreciate it. We're here to entertain, but we're also here to learn, and we can only learn if we listen to you. Thanks a lot.